win or lose. Are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. What a great song to open up with. Good morning, everybody. I am Carol Kane. I'm sitting in with Mike Spaulding, and we're filling in for the vacationing Steve Scafidi. He's going to be back tomorrow, right? Steve will be back tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I figured. He better bring us gifts. That's all I got to say. I don't know where he's been. Vegas. He's been at Vegas. Oh, hopefully that gift is money. Yeah, but us... that would be... You know what? We haven't I heard was... from him, so maybe he maybe he hit a bag and he's just... I will say this, that... He's always been very generous to me when he's mm-hmm. gone places. Like, he always has a little gift bag for me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because he likes me better. I don't know, guys. Maybe that's a statement. Well, maybe brings... you need to suck up to him a little no, bit more. No, he brings... I'm his, adapt... I'm his adopted grandson. Okay. I gave myself that title. He didn't give me that. So he always brings me stuff. Okay. Chocolate from, th- chocolate th- from th- Italy? Yes. From Greece? Yes. What else did he get me? He got me a Christian Watson autograph card. Wow, When there he you was go. at uh, the sports uh, place a couple weeks ago. Okay. I get them too, Carol. Yeah, you're good. I get okay. them too. Okay, well then we gotta we gotta. I should do a better job at what I'm doing here. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this game. Um, in all honesty, after it was over, it was really like lancing a boil. It was like this is good. They did well. I thought the defense played well. Special teams did okay. It was. I, I just was. I was impressed by how they kind of brought it back around. Yeah, and you, you heard my sports cast there at the, the top of the hour. 42 days, Carol, since the last Packers win. It's a 42 days? Wow. 42 okay. days ago, over a month. And it was neat. It was much needed, right? Like, I, I was there at the game yesterday. I will say this about being at Lambeau Field yesterday. The crowd was way more alive than I thought they would be with a 2-5 and five record. Like, they were into it. From they were again? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, playoffs are, I guess, not technically out of the picture, but if you're being a realist, you probably understand that it's probably out of the picture. But, like, yeah, like every play, every third down, a couple fourth downs there for the Rams, a couple fourth downs there for the Packers, and they were into it. But it was it was good. It was fun to, to, to see this team, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but just play football again. Play football. like Sure. For a, the last four weeks that we saw, and a couple close losses, a lot of one-possession games, Offense obviously struggling. Jordan Love had some struggles. The defense is the defense. It looked like for the last four weeks, those 42 days that you and I were just talking about, it looked like a team that was just thinking on the field instead of playing. And on Sunday, you saw Dontavian Wicks. He's a rookie. Luke Musgrave with his first touchdown. Uh, you know, uh, Malik Heath, I know he had a drop, but he got in there. Jordan Love made plays. Aaron Jones, it saw, you saw guys that you had hopes for going into the season, make plays that you have been dying to see for four weeks, and it finally came to fruition, and and it was it was a good game. Yeah, it, you know, it's just one game. Yes, I had a couple people point out, well, they're still three and five. That's okay. Yeah, That's, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> these are the games you kind of have to win. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, if we're looking at a team that just is, we want them to be competitive this year and prove something. Mm-hmm. These are those games that you have to be able to win, right? Like mm-hmm. a loss to the. The Rams, who are also under 500 oh, yeah. fight, without three, their three starting quarterback, now, yeah. Brett Rippon, not good. But Didn't these are the it. games that you have to win. He did not rip it. But these are the <laughs> games that you have to be able to show up uh, and win. One guy that stood out to me, Brandon, was Jaden Reed. He stands mm-hmm. out to me every single game, it, it seems like. Yeah, and that was part of you know the Aaron Rodgers trade. That That's why the Packers were able to take Jaden Reed. They 
They took Luke Musgrave with the pick from the Jets, but that gave him flexibility to go out there and get a pass catcher. You're looking at, in my opinion, Mike, and that's a good point because it is when you he pops. Jaden Reed does. Like when you turn on the Packers game, you you can see number eleven. He had a punt return yesterday for about fifteen yards. Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. I talked about it on Wisconsin's morning news this morning. The pieces are there. Like these are all kids. Like we got to understand that none of these are veterans. They're they're young. They were literally in college a year ago. Yeah, two yeah. years ago. Like they're they're kids. Like and Mike's right. Like Jaden Reed is a guy where when you're looking at an offense, you need that type of slot receiver who can get open in the middle of the field, who has the elusiveness to return punts. And he had the end around for 21 yards there. Uh, and Matt LaFleur's uh, play calling was brilliant yesterday. So, yeah, he's a guy that absolutely pops. I, it, it, again, I thought every phase was good yesterday. You look at the quarterback in Jordan Love, 20 for 26, 228, and a touchdown. That is, that's pretty good. 115 passer rating. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, he completed almost 80% of his passes. That's, that's pretty good. Aaron Jones got back on track, had the touches that everybody was looking for. Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end, caught his first touchdown. On the back side of the defense, on, on the defensive side of the ball, Carrington Valentine. Remember last week, everybody lost their mind, Carroll and Packer mm-hmm. Nation, because Rasul Douglas was gone? Yeah. He yeah. didn't allow a, a completed pass yesterday. He's a seventh-round rookie. The other seventh-round rookie, in, uh, Anthony Johnson Jr., had an interception. Okay. So, like, Their young kids are making plays, and that's what this season was always about. It was never going into this season. We have to win the Super Bowl like we always did with Aaron Rodgers. If we don't win the Super Bowl, it is a bust. <laughs> and Brian Gutekinds needs to go, and Matt LaFleur needs to get fired. This year was just about progress. Show right. that you have the pieces so you can move forward with Jordan Love and, and so on and so forth. And yesterday was a good step in that process. Well, now we got this text, and it says it was the most, from the 262, it was the most pitiful display of offense. But I didn't think it was that bad. They had almost 400 yards of offense. Look, and for the texter, it's a four-quarter game. Yeah, in the first half, it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, but they good. really came up after but, halftime. I thought they really kicked it in. In my opinion, the referees took the ball out of the Packers' hands twice. They had two, quote-unquote, offsides on the offense, which is never called, and it was called on the Packers, two fourth-down conversions that would have kept the ball in Green Bay's hands on the plus side of the field. May or may not have you know equaled points, but it could have. And that you know that that took a lot of momentum, took a lot of steam out of out of the offense, and and ultimately the missed field goal at the end. They only had a seven three score, but they had almost four hundred yards of total offense. That's a that's that's not bad. I and it was the weather was not good. The footing was terrible. Oh really? On the field, it was, there was some uh, periods of that game where it was I don't want to say a downpour, but it was steady steady rainfall. I mean, it was it was slick. Oh gosh, I didn't realize that. Did you know? Rain, that? Yeah, a little rainy, a little snowy. Yeah. They were showing during yeah. the game like the B roll of yeah. snow, and I was looking at the weather bug, and it was like forty six degrees. So yeah. snow, just rain. What were we looking at? No, it was just rain. I mean it. It, it so it was like about fifty three. I think they announced at kickoff fifty one. It felt warmer though. Felt like it was closer to the mid fifties. You know, getting up there in the in the sixties, and then right at kickoff because you know why not? The clouds start rolling in, and you start feeling a drizzle. Right, right. Temperature drops a little bit. It wasn't snow though. It was rain. Um, but you know, and Lambeau Field's surface is slick to begin with. You, you kind of see players slipping even on a sunny day in September. Um, so when you add the water to it, obviously the rain the, the, it, it makes it worse. Um, so the footing wasn't great. You saw Aaron Jones had a fumble yesterday. That ball was bouncing around. The, the Rams fumbled it on the next possession. They ruled it that he was down by contact. But it, it was a tough, you know, for for any offense really. But for the for this Packers offense to get almost 400 yards, okay. 
I, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty pretty good day. Not great, but good. All right, you bring up a very valid point, and I know we got to take a break. But um, what are we going to do if we get that kind of weather for the draft? Because if you got three hundred thousand people, oh where are they going to put them? I think they. I, want, I want to talk about Pittsburgh coming <laughs> up, but where are they going to put them? I think they want. I think if if Mark Murphy had it his way, and maybe the commissioner too, I think they would love a snow globe draft. I do. Oh, really? And I, and you won't get it in April because we all know in April we get that wet, sloppy. Never slush, say never, dude. I never suppose. say never. But I think they would. I mean, how cool would it be? You're in Green Bay. You're in Titletown, USA. Going into the NFL draft, you're being selected, and it's a snow globe. Okay. All right. I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it would be. A, it'd be something the NFL can say they've never had. Until. They've never had for sure. I mean, so. because I, I, we'll see what happens. But I was just when you were bringing up the rain, I'm like, I, who wants to sit out in the rain? They'll so. have they'll have stuff set up. They, it's still it's a it's a process. Okay. I talked to somebody yesterday uh, at the at the stadium. It is not close from being completed. So they they have a lot lot of ways to go yet. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a break real quick. It is 9:19 here at AM 620 WTMJ. We're going to come back and we're going to talk Pittsburgh because I have I'm not a Pittsburgh fan at all. So I hope they just wipe them across the board. But we'll see. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Love gives it to Jones straight ahead. Picks and chooses his way into the end zone for the touchdown and the lead for the Green Bay Packers. Good morning, everybody. It's 922 at AM 620 WTMJ. If you have a text or you have a question, you can always call the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line at 855-616-1620. We're talking uh, with Brandon. Mike Spalding is joining me as we fill in for Steve's Caffiti. We're talking with Brandon about the game yesterday. And, of course, it was a shot in the arm because we finally got the win. 42 days later, we finally <laughs> we finally got a victory. But now we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. we got to take them on. And their record is... What? They're five and three. They're five and three. They had a win on Sunday. They beat Tennessee, another team that's struggling. They beat them 20 to 16. So it's a good measuring stick to see where this offense and this defense there, goes to. Are there any good teams? Everybody's just seemed yeah. like well, they're wallowing. I actually, Steve and I talked about that. I believe it was last week. Uh, I, I think the NFL is just a terrible product this year. It, I think there's 15 teams with a 500 or less record. Okay. Well, Which, this is the goal, though, for the league, right? The parody. The parody. Yeah. And we're getting it outside of what? Yeah. Kansas City, maybe? Maybe. Maybe Philly. Maybe, although they tried to lose one yesterday. They tried, yeah, they they tried they, real bad to lose. And the week before against Washington. So this is the, the beauty of the NFL, Carol, to, to answer your question. The league is, record-wise, is not very good overall, but this is what the NFL looks for. You okay. know, Because it's not the same two teams. There's obviously a salary cap, so teams can't spend X amount of dollars. Okay. Like you see in New York uh, for baseball and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of what you expect. I, I think the the quarterback play overall throughout the league has been down. Uh, Mike and I, Mike just mentioned Kansas City, uh, Philly. Those are you know Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, probably the two best quarterbacks uh, this year so far. A couple others you could sprinkle in there, but overall, it's just it hasn't been really good. What do we have to worry about with Pittsburgh? The Packers. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure and, they show and, up. And I don't, I don't mean that like, oh, the Packers are the only team that can beat the Packers. But when this team doesn't beat themselves, they can be in any game. And okay. they have been. Outside of Detroit, they haven't really gotten blown out by any team. 
Right? No, They've been I mean, a lot of one-score games, and, and Mike was talking about it at break. Pittsburgh is is, is good. Five and three is nothing to, to scoff at. A couple playmakers on offense, but does Kenny Pickett as a quarterback, if you're an opposing defense, scare you? Doesn't Not me, right? No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, if yeah. I if I was uh, feeling good about anything from yesterday, one main thing, the other person outside of Jaden Reed that popped off the screen was Jair Alexander mm-hmm. for the first time in... Two years? I, <laughs> honestly, yes. Every single game I watch, I just think like, ah, oh, man, I just feel yeah. like he's behind a lot of guys. I think they got to sit back a little bit, play a lot of zone defense, which was super mm-hmm. helpful, and also having uh, Rippon not exactly be a top-flight quarterback who very is, to me, similar to what we're going to get out of Kenny Pickett, probably. Totally agree. You can feast a little bit. Totally agree. And I think that's what, what, to go back to what you're saying, like, what do we have to worry about? Kind of like to, to off of what Mike said, play your game. Play your defense. Jair Alexander, show up. You know, offensive line for the Green Bay Packers had probably their best game of the year. I know it's still not where Luke Buckus, the offensive line coach, would prefer things. And, and obviously, they would tell you they want to be better as well. And they had some injuries up front. Yesterday as well, John Runyon Jr. was in the medical tent. Uh, Rasheed Walker was in and out of the lineup. Yosh Nyman went down with an injury. So, like, tighten up their offensive line. But if they play their game, again, if you are a Packers fan, I know the easy thing is like, well, what's the playoff record look like? What's the playoff pitcher look like? Just root for progression. Root for this offense to score 30 points. Maybe they lose. Maybe they win. But root for these young guys, these young kids, really, to step up like we saw yesterday. Mike mentioned Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave with his first career touchdown, Dontavian Wicks catching balls on third down. You know, root for that stuff going forward and just, you know, let the score work itself out. You know, maybe it's the mom in me (laughs) because I just, I don't know. I feel for these kids. They're under so much pressure and I think that they're doing as well as they possibly can. But I just, I think we, our expectation is just so off the charts. Yeah. And that's, and I was talking about that too going into this year. Like, we got to peel that back a little bit. Okay. Um, but believe it or not, like this, it kind of blew my mind a little bit when I read it last night. It's not totally crazy. This offense is almost identical. Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers' stats to this point in the season are almost identical to each other. And so it, it hasn't been something like this isn't something new. Aaron Rodgers struggled tremendously a year ago. And he had more veterans on his team, a lot more veterans, okay. especially on the offensive side of the ball. Well, you know what that's? Uh, you know what I? The, the, the difference is though, Brandon, on that is that when Aaron was here, you felt like if you get punched in the mouth, you have some sort of counter. Mm-hmm. With this team, it just feels like when things are going great, things are moving along. Yesterday, a little tough in the first half, but they got things going mm-hmm. a little bit. I think the disparity comes from the Jordan Love led offense of like, oh, if they get down, they're not really quote unquote mm-hmm. built for that kind of. Comeback. I think that's mm-hmm. sort of the depressing part when you're thinking at halftime. You're like, oh, we're up by seven. Was it seven three? Seven three. Ten three. Yeah. Whatever it was. Uh, it's still too close. Where can they close it out? Whereas before, it was like, all right, we have the guy here. Maybe he's been mediocre, but there are going to be some flashes of brilliance. And I think Matt Lafleur's play calling yesterday was fantastic. That way better. Musgrave touchdown was a yeah. beautiful play. Way better. Way better. And to kind of answer your to go, go off your point as well. Aaron Rodgers struck fear into defensive yeah. coordinators. Like okay. they lost sleep that week. Like, oh, okay. you know, like, oof. Aaron Rodgers, even on a, a broken thumb down year that he had last year, teams still game planned around stopping number 12 in Green Bay. They're not doing that this year. Not yet. Not with Jordan Love. And, and could we get there? Maybe. Um, but they're not doing it this year. So for the Packers, Mike is absolutely right. The play calling was a two, three notches above what it has been in the last few weeks up there in Green Bay. 
I, I just want the Packers go into Pittsburgh, play your game, play loose. It seems like they're just they're tight sometimes. Mike mentioned that first quarter, seven or first half, seven to three. They they just seem like they're everybody's afraid to make a play. Everybody's afraid to take a chance. Just go out there, play your game, and 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 let the chips. Why fall do you suppose they, that is? I think it's just a young team. Okay, I think it's a young team where guys aren't so sure of themselves yet, and and this is the youngest roster in the NFL. I've at, have talked about that at nauseum with with Brian Noonan on nights and. And here with Steve uh, on Monday Morning Quarterback, it is the youngest roster in the NFL. It's the youngest receiver room in the history of the NFL. So they're 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 just afraid to make a mistake. Usually, you have teams where they sprinkle. If it's a young roster, they sprinkle a veteran or, or two in there, and things kind of loosen up a little bit. But everybody's tight right now. It loosened up in the second half for the Packers, who who, who turned it around on offense, and hopefully going to Pittsburgh and they have nothing to lose. Okay. They have nothing to lose. Was that you're not going to win the division? You're probably, you're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Just who go play. I- do you suppose that there was like I know we got to take a break, but um, was there like who does the half you know, during the halftime? Who goes in the locker room and goes, "Come on, let's go"? Who's the leader? Jordan? Well, that, that's 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 it depends. Every locker room is a little bit different. When Aaron Rodgers was here, it was more of a player led locker room, so players were you know coaching each other up. Uh, I couldn't tell you the the real answer because okay. unfortunately I don't get access to that. But I I would imagine it's probably more of the coaches this year. Just because it's a team that's inexperienced. Like, Jordan Love's a first-year starter. I I think, and now I know everybody wants to be like, well, he's been here since 2020. Well, yeah, okay. He hasn't played. He hasn't played at all. I, you know, (laughs) it was interesting. It was a long time. It was a few years ago, and it was right after they won the Super Bowl. And I was in the, I got to go in the locker room, a chick in the locker room. That's a dream, right? (laughs) So I'm walking around and I'm trying to do something. Mike's like, oh, God, Carol. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that, when Favre walked in, it was absolutely mm-hmm. positively clear that he was in charge. And it was probably like that with, with Rodgers as well. And you had Mercedes Lewis, who was here the last few years, Randall Cobb, who was here. But you don't have that okay. on offense. On defense, you have a few players. Jair, Mike mentioned Jair Alexander. That's one. Kenny Clark, he went out with a shoulder injury yesterday, but he's another one. So, you know, uh, Devondre Campbell, he's a middle linebacker. He's another one. But they don't have a lot of them. Okay. Especially on offense. Okay. All right. You've been listening to Monday Morning Quarterback. It is 931. Carol Kane and Mike Spaulding sitting in for the vacationing Steve Scafidi. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you.